Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. Thank you for tuning in to our boardroom chat. Do you well, know, this Kathy. is number 198. Yeah, you are so colorful today. Thank you. Good I, Lord. I guess that's, that's a compliment? Yes, that's a very you're good so compliment. You're so dull. I'm so dull. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're. You I'm look wearing great. my Falcon 7 uh, jacket. You wear those a lot. I like them jackets. They were man. nice. And it's cold in Louisiana. It's, it's cold for us when it's 45 or 55. That's cold for us. <laughs> yeah, well, we're. Yeah, we hope it's nice where you're at. Yes, Thank yes. you for joining us today for another chat. Hallelujah. Well, what are you going to talk about today? I'm, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting on you. You're waiting on me. You lead this, I'm leading remember? It. I want to start off with, I read some of these testimonies, and I thought they were okay, wonderful. Okay, they Let's are. Let's start off with reading a few of these testimonies. I, the, I read through some of them. The, my favorite one is from Chris. Jesse, I'm 33 now, and I've been listening to you since I've been four years old. <laughs> Well, that makes me 46. <laughs> My grandpa loved you, and you you are the only preacher that has been consistent throughout all these years. Isn't that now, now, that's a wonderful compliment. I love compliment. that testimony. Yeah, say, read that again. That make me feel good. Chris says, Jesse, I'm 33 now, and I've been listening to you since I've been four years old. That's good. My grandpa loved you. You are the only preacher that has been consistent throughout all these years. So he's been listening for... Well, you know, and I'll tell you why I'm consistent. For 30... What, 29 years? Yes. I'll tell you why I'm consistent. What would I change to? You know, the Word of God. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's pretty So consistent. if He is, I should be. That's right. According to His Word, you know. That's what Chris is saying now. I'm so thankful. That, and that honors me. Thank you, Chris, for saying such a nice thing. That's Go ahead. Right. Read some more. And then says, uh, Patrice says, Jesse, I enjoy the way you preach and rejoice about the Word of God. You make it easy and enjoyable. Honestly, I can't get enough of your teachings and replay old ones all the time. Now, boy, I tell you, what is it Jesse did today? <laughs> Lord, <laughs> oh, well, let's talk you. about Kathy. Love oh, you well, and let's Kathy. Let's talk about Kathy. Kathy got to get in there. Selena says, love you and Kathy. Can't wait to see you in March at the Glorious Women's Conference. Oh, yeah. And they listen from Illinois. So the dates for Glorious are, if you don't know this already, Friday, March the 8th at 7 p.m. and Saturday, March the 9th at 9 a.m. Now, why do you call it Glorious? Well, it's a word that, you know, for years when I first had it, we've been doing it for over 20 years. When I first said it was just Kathy Duplantis' Women's Conference, I said, I need a, I need a name. That's kind of silly. <laughs> just to call it a Women's Conference. But the Lord gave me that word glorious, and it's just stuck. I don't know how long it's been, but it's been quite some time. Well, I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen. They are glorious. When you're in the presence Me, of God, the yeah. glory of God should glow, glow, glow on you. Let me give you a good compliment. It's okay. a woman's conference, but men sneak into it. They come. They just like Sometimes you pop in, too. I pop in, too. And it just, I'm telling you, man, the anointing of God is wonderful and great. And it's only a Friday night and a Saturday morning. Great food here in New Orleans. I've seen one time I was talking to four ladies. They, rent and they rented one room with two double beds. Four women ain't gotten there. They said, we let our husband take care of the kids. And they talked all night long. Yeah. Enjoyed themselves. You don't come to these meetings to sleep. But, you know, it would have been better if they had, like, more bathrooms, I'm sure. Yeah, That's the issue yes. there, not the bathrooms. Well, I don't know. Because nobody sleeps on But, I mean, women. they enjoyed I mean, you could tell. And they got... They only got uh, they got spiritually fed by the word of the living God the through your teaching. Fellowship is so important. And the fellowship, it was just such more. Read some more. This okay, is this good. one's from Shirley. She says, "I have I had to have a biopsy because of the nodules on my thyroid. I received the report Tuesday that it was benign. I have been shouting and praising the Lord since Tuesday." So Hallelujah! Sure Isn't that a blessing of God? Yeah. Keep on. So great. Uh, people are watching. This says, "Praise the Lord from Lima, Peru. God is good." Watching from South Africa. Watching from Sweden. Greetings from Melbourne, Australia. Hello from Cuba. People watch from, from all over the world. Cuba. You always correct me when I well, say Cuba. Well, because I've heard... 
Cuban people, they don't say Cuba, they say Cuba. Well, you're not Cuba. Cuban, though. I don't know, I'm just, that's what I heard. Either so I way, say it. Cuba, Cuba. Cuba. Thank you for watching. And I this call is you Kat instead of Catherine. Catherine? Cat. My sister Deborah calls me Catherine. Catherine, yeah. It's Catherine. <laughs> Anyway, this Magna says, thank you, thank you, thank you. I thank God for giving me such wonderful laborers who pour into my life. I wish I could give you a million likes or more and more. I was so blessed to listen to you both for the first time at Pastor Nancy Dufresne's Holy Ghost meetings. It's, it is a blessing to know you and listen to you. I can't express my gratitude for your lives and for bringing so much clarity to God's word enough. God bless you abundantly with lots of love from Canada. I tell you what, man, Nancy Dufresne got one of the greatest ministries. Yeah, She's such a blessing. Her. I had the honor of speaking at one of our Holy Ghost conferences, uh -huh. and it was truly. And a she's been here at the church oh, last yeah. year, and I'm hope to, uh, we we're hoping to get her on the schedule. Yeah, we're yeah, trying yeah. to work with her schedule. Sure. Ours is a challenge, but we'll try do our best. Trust the Lord to guide us on that. This one, another testimony says, "I always watch from Zimbabwe." Zimbabwe. Yes, the anointing of increase. Enjoy, love, peace, and financially is upon Kathy and Jesse indeed. My life has changed because of listening to your teachings and doing them. Praise God. In, 2000, in 2024, I'm giving God a job, and I'm now your partner in listening and giving to your ministry. Testimonies will follow again. You know, Amen. I tell you what, people, I say this all the time, and I mean it. When people partner with our ministry, spiritually, physically, and financially, the anointing of increase is on us. I, I, I don't mean that to sound arrogant or prideful. Everything I touch prospers, and it's a, there's a reason for it, because God trusts me with his spirit and with his money. Amen. And it's just such a blessing of the Lord. And I want that to come upon you. I don't want you to have a struggle financially. I don't want you to struggle spiritually or even physically. In every area. I, a person told me this the other day. I was in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. That's a pretty place. Yes, Beautiful beach in the ocean. Oh, and, and they say, you just seem so full of joy. I've never seen you sick. Do you ever get sick? I said, I don't have time. I just keep going. And you know what I'm saying? And God is so good and gracious. And it's just such a blessing. Yeah. So I'm telling you, I, 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 I'm going to start it up front. If you're not partnered with this ministry, you need to become one. This is, I don't mean to sound arrogant. This is a unique ministry. Yeah. Consistent. 48 years preaching this gospel, never had a financial deficit. Why is that? Well, I'm a giver. I live by my giving. Mm -hmm. I sow. And I tell when people sow in it, we believe for the hundredfold. And I tell a lot of them are getting it, but I want all of them to get it. Amen. Because they have a right to it. Amen. If you'd like to be a partner, call, just get on, get on our website, jdm.org, and you can give that way. Or PayPal, if you want to use that. Or text to give. Uh, a one-time donation or a recurring one, if you want. Uh, go to the JDM app. That's the ones you like. You like the JDM apps. And then you can select your giving right there, or you can mail in your, an old-fashioned donation. Now, let me say something you're not going to hear a preacher say. If you don't want to, you don't have to. Don't. Now, that's going to shock people. Why? I don't want you to do something you don't want to do. But I'm telling you, this anointing of increases on me. But if you don't do it, still watch the programs. Enjoy yourself. And I hope you learned something today. Give me yeah. another And we never charge for any of the no. content or any of the meetings we go in, but that's because of our partners. Well, they you, help us you, to do what we do. So we're thankful you for know all what those you said? our you, partners. When it was in Myrtle Beach, the pastor got up there. His name is John Paul, really a precious man, him and his wonderful wife. And he said, all the international speakers, I'm the only one, only speaker they've ever had that never charged them expenses in any way, shape, well, or form. Well, they contacted to have them come, and yeah, they and gave they a said, large yeah. fee, well, some like, of them. Uh, they said, I think Mr. You told he me wanted about Mr. T. 
wanted to come, and he said he wanted to get Mr. T to come, you know, $75,000. I don't doubt that he's not worth that much money. Did he have him there? I don't know. I, I don't didn't ask, so. you know. And then he said a very famous speaker, minister, they wanted 150000 I was shocked by that one. Yeah, I was shocked by that. And I was, I, I, but I'm telling you, say the name, we, but even when we go overseas, shocking. we never charge anybody anything. Amen. You know, we love living by faith, and we live very well because mm -hmm. of faith. Amen. Thank you for and partnering with this And we get testimonies from our partners and friends Amen. all the time, seeing how it's working for them as well. And I just want to give a reference quick. She says this uh, testimony I just read from Zimbabwe said, I'm giving God a job. What they're referencing is the theme that yeah. we have for this year, for 2024, which is give God a job, Jesse. We have it on this yeah. mug here. Is we there anything too hard for the Lord? Yes. No. Yeah. Give God a job. Yeah, so that's that's what we're believing for. Oh yes, for Go this ahead. year. And this other testimony is from Norway. It says blessings from Norway. I, be, please believe with me for my family to be saved. Amen, Lord. It's nice to see you both, my evangelists of joy, Jesse and beautiful Kathy. God bless you both for all the teaching. So we're believing God with Amen. you for your that give God a job. Get that, if it's that's salvation family. for your family. And I remember giving God a job when I first got born again. Mm -hmm. You were the first job I took. That's right. I gave to God, which is to get you born right. again. Yeah. And it works. Hallelujah. Yes, it so works. we're agreeing with you for your You got family. the promise of your family down to a thousand generations. Amen. I think about that. Let me say this. Uh, I'm glad that, that you read the testimony. The promises of God, you've heard me say it before. The promises of God are far more powerful than the sins of people. Mm -hmm. And you got the promise of your family. So, man, just stand on that promise. All the promises of God are yea and amen, which means yes and so I be. remember your mother used to say, tell you, it's just your tough look that right. he was born to her. You're going to get saved whether you like it or not. She was determined. Oh, yeah, and she and saw me preach the gospel. I had that same determination. Yeah, she saw me preach the gospel before she went home to be with the Lord. I'm okay. telling you, man, this will work. You can't I'm, give up. No, let us not be weary in well-doing. Well, you're going to reap if you faint not, That's the it, rest man. of the scripture says. Well, I have one more testimony, okay. and we can go on to your teaching that right. the Lord put in your heart today. I can't wait to study okay. with you. All right. <laughs> Venus says, her name is Venus. Thanks, Jesse and Kathy. I've been watching every day, constantly, for the entirety of the year. My family has been restored. I've been blessed beyond what I've imagined, and my faith has been renewed. That's a great testimony. Well, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, we're not just Praise saying this. God to get something from me. We're trying to get something to you. Amen. Everything we do, if there's two people in mind, you and God. Mm -hmm. Us, you know, we just do the work. That's it, you know. A lot of people give me a lot of wonderful compliments, and sometimes I think they're too much because they get too close to the glory of God. I mean, I, I can't do these things. If I could, I would have done it 40 years ago, 50 years ago. But I can do all things through Christ who strengthens Amen. me. Amen. Now, I want to read something and, and that's really wonderful. And it's in the book of James, chapter 1. And I want to read a couple of passages of Scripture, Kathy. Okay. And uh, if we're starting with verse 5. Of what it's, chapter? Uh, James, chapter 1. Book of James, chapter okay. 1. It says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Hmm. That's a pretty simple statement. It is. Now, all of us have lacked wisdom somewhere. And wisdom is the ability to use knowledge. Hmm. If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Okay. That give it to all liberally and upbraided not, and it shall be given him. Now, how do you ask? Let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. See, the whole point is this. You never have to be unstable in life. If you lack wisdom, you ask of God and you ask in faith to God. 
for that. And then you're not some wave being tossed to and four, to and forth, or whatever you call it, back and forth. See what I'm saying? And when you understand it, yeah, but see, the problem with a lot of people, Kathy, they, they, they go like this. Well, I tried that, Brother Jesse. You see, your problem is not in a lack of faith, but in a lack of patience. Look what it says in James chapter 1, verse 3. Excuse me, verse 4. Let patience have her perfect work, hmm. that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Now, patience is not an easy thing because a tribulation worketh patience. In other words, the devil will do everything he can to aggravate you to no end. But you don't have to listen to him. Let that patience have its purpose. And if you really want to aggravate the devil, say, you know, the more trouble you give me, the better I'm getting my patience. You're going to just disappear, man. So do what you got to do. Because I'm going to tell you something greater is he was in me than he was in the world. But that'll freak out the devil, see? The devil, I've always said that if Satan would leave people alone, I hate to say this, but it's true. Most people go to hell by themselves. Mm-hmm. Just won't do nothing, you know, just yet. God says, Jesse, and there's been a lot of times I've walked in this ministry and I, I didn't know what to do, but I knew who did. And yeah. I say, Father, I need wisdom today. Yeah. yeah. Wisdom. I want to talk about wisdom and patience, you know, because they work together in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because to get wisdom, you got to have patience, you know. It's kind of like a kid. As you grow older, growing up, you're going to... Uh, it's very hard when, you, when you're a teenager, it's very hard to get to, to 18, mm-hmm. you know. But once you pass it, my God, boom, things begin to speed up. By the time you hit 50, you're doing 150 miles an hour, you know. You're going down the road. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. But if you let patience have its perfect work, watch this. You'll be perfect and entire, wanting, and I like the word wanting, nothing. nothing. See, wisdom. Now, I want to go, and if you want to read scripture again, but I want to go over to Proverbs chapter we, 4 real quick. Okay. What do you want me to do? I was going to read it in, in okay, Amplified ahead. first before yeah, we read go to amp- Proverbs. Read Amplified, but then I want to go to Proverbs. Go ahead. I'll, I'll just, since you covered four, I'll go all the way through there. If that's okay. Yeah. The Amplified in verse, James chapter one, beginning in verse four. Yeah. But let endurance and steadfastness and patience have full play and do a thorough work so that you may be, a, be people perfectly and fully developed with no defects, lacking in nothing. If any of you is deficient in wisdom, letting ask of the giving God who gives to everyone liberally and ungrudgingly without reproaching or fault finding, and it will be given him. The giving God. The giving God (laughs) who who gives. The giving God who gives. That's his reputation. Amen. Verse 6 goes on to say, Only it must be in faith that he asks with no wavering, no hesitating, no doubting. For the one who wavers, hesitates, doubts is like the billowing surge out at sea that is blown hither and thither and tossed by the wind. For truly let not such a person imagine that he will receive anything he asks for from the Lord. Did you read, stop at verse 7? No, go ahead, you can read. Verse 8 goes on to say, yeah. For he, for being as he is a man of two minds, hesitating, dubious, irresolute, he is unstable and unreliable and uncertain about everything he thinks, feels, and decides. I love the Amplified I mean, Bible. I love this, it says the two minds. I saw the two a movie minds. The, on the Samurai uh, with, um, um, oh, I can't remember his name. Oh, yeah. Um, I know who you're talking yeah, about. And, uh, and he was trying, he was doing a sword thing uh, with these, these samurai, and these guys are very good. The one of the samurai guy got him says, you got too many minds. Uh, I, I like that when you said, you know, too many minds. That was you, you focus on your priority, you eliminate all your confusion. Hmm. You see, I focused on the word of God, and I had many distractions. 
actually what they were were attractions sent by Satan. See, satanic dist uh, uh, Satanic distractions actually turn into satanic attractions to get your mind off of what you believe in for. You see, but I let patience have its perfect work. You will not build that ministry. You will not own that jet. You will not have that house. You will be, your family dies early and, and you, you won't live long. Oh, you name it, buddy. I've had it thrown yeah, at that, me. That mind says that, but the word of God tells us something yeah. else. We have to center in on what the word of God tells us. And basically talking about renewing your mind to what God has said. That's it. Instead of your yeah. own maybe circumstances or your tradition or your ex right. past experiences. Well, like when, when sickness tries to attach itself to, to your body, find out how many, you got too many minds. You can look at that and say, well, you know, I can accept this. I don't deny it because it's physically there. Or you can use the other the strain of thought or the other mind, but by his stripes, I'm healed. Since so you want me to focus on something, devil, well, I'm going to focus on healed instead of sick blessed instead of broke, love instead of hate, joy instead of depression or discouragement or despondency. Now, you see what I'm saying? Because wisdom is a phenomenal, and it, 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 that's what I'm talking about. You let that patience come together, and it'll work with your wisdom. Now, and I, I told you to go to uh, Proverbs chapter 4, and I love what it says in verse 7, that wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. The word understanding means knowledge. You see, wisdom is the ability to use knowledge. Hmm. When me and you first got married, I mean, oh, oh, well, it'll be 54 years come June the 6th of 2024. You know, we didn't have a lot of wisdom. We were just two kids. She was 17 and I was 20. But we had a major decision. We had made up our minds. Come hell and high water, and we had hell and high water, and I caused most of it, not you did, that we would be together, stay together. And, and we did, you know, and... To do with Kathy, I mean, her mother was having flaming fits because Kathy was young, and 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 I, I said, I took Kathy out of the state of Louisiana all the way to Texas. I was going to do a musical career. Mama going nuts. Boy, what, what them kids are going to do out there and all that kind of stuff. But we made it. You know, we had to, we had to do what we had to do, and uh -huh. and we did it. You see what I'm saying? But each time we went through something, we didn't forget what we went through. We learned wisdom from it. Right. You know, and then we took the knowledge of that wisdom and applied it in our lives. See, so you can think of wisdom and patience. So you had to be patient to learn. And when you understand how God does those things. And when I went in the ministry, I said, I said Lord, I mean, I, I don't know how to do this. And I never forget what he said. He said, I do. All you got to do is follow me. Hmm. Guide me. And I found this wonderful scripture and I use it all the time. St. John 16, 13. How be it when the spirit of truth, I like that. Mm -hmm. is come. He will guide me in all truth. Mm -hmm. I literally take that verbatim, spiritual, physical, financial. When I have to make a million dollar decision, yesterday I had to make almost a four million dollar decision. I wish it wouldn't be four million dollars, but I'm not believing it will be. I, you know, I mean, I know how to uh, squeeze blood out of a turnip. Let me just say that. Different things that needs to be done Things cost a lot of money in ministry, you know. The world is not cheap, you know. Television very expensive. These cameras, very, I mean, just expensive. You see what I'm saying? That's okay because people have to make a living, see. But I made up my mind, Lord, give me wisdom of what to do, when to do it, where to do it, and how to do it. Then, Lord, give me the patience to see it through, mm -hmm. to not be weary in well-doing. What do you mm -hmm. think of that? I love that. That's how you got me saved was actually with your patience.
Because yeah. I tried it. You know, was it the patience of <laughs> Kathy or the patience of Job? You know, I mean, I did everything that, for her to give up. Well, I had a goal. Yeah. You know, and I and just. focus, that's what it was. So I had to stay focused on that. I didn't want the alternative. The alternative was seeing you in an eternity in hell. I know that sounds so harsh to some people, but really the minute I got, not the minute, but when I got born again, the whole reality that heaven was real and hell was also real. Very real. Became so uh, big in my life that I didn't want you to go there. And so I remember, uh, I didn't want yeah, the alternative. Yeah, but you sent me to hell a lot of times. <laughs> I don't remember doing that. You were going there. I remember one time I went to a church and you got so aggravated because the pastor asked you if you wanted to get saved and you was all upset. I wasn't upset. I was glad. How, how, I wasn't worried about offending you because you were already headed to hell. What's going to happen? Go to hell number two is what I was thinking. But uh, I needed reinforcements. Oh, yeah. And so, but I was patient. I really yeah, was. Yeah, your patience saw didn't you give, through it. What meant I didn't give up. I just kept seeking God and praying. And I remember God would give me new things to do. I didn't, when I would get to the end of thinking, Lord, what else can I do? He would show me in the word how I could lay hands and cast the devil out of <laughs> So I'd lay hands on you in the night and, you know, and, and I'd rebuke the devil from blinding your eyes to the truth. I, I would pray for laborers of the harvest to go before you. Uh, and that would, and so what happened that day? Billy Graham came on the TV. Yep. That was when that in 1974. Labor Day weekend. Labor that was your Day birthday, weekend. wasn't it? That was my birthday weekend, and I believe that's probably why you didn't tell me no, because <laughs> you felt guilty all the time because you were so mean. I never was guilty. That wasn't mean. <laughs> you had some meanness. Oh, I had in some you. meanness. All but of I mean, us do yeah. from time to time. I guess I had some meanness too. You better know some. it. <laughs> she had some meanness, man. Let me <laughs> but I remember you said, "Why would I, I watch Billy Graham with me?" And you said, "Why would I want to do that?" And that's when I said, "I know y'all may have heard this before." I said, "Well, look, he's got a whole stadium full of people. He must be saying something. He yeah. pulls more people than you do." Well, I, and that caught my that attention. caught his attention, and it really. And, and you know what I loved about Billy Graham, and uh, I miss him, you know, because he's in heaven today. Uh, he had such wisdom. <clears throat> you notice when he would speak the word of God. Yet I heard preachers who couldn't even come up to his toenail say, you know, he's so simple. He's, he's like, good Lord. He's touching the world. And you're calling somebody like that simple? But he had such a wonderful love about him and how to present the gospel. But he, he would not, he, he would tell you, he told you that sin was real mm -hmm. and sin was devastating. But if you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you'd be okay. That's right. And you know, I'll never forget that. I just accepted that. Mm -hmm. And you've heard me say this before. I think I had one of the most, if not the most, unique salvation prayers of my life, of anyone's life. Most people say, Lord, forgive me. Okay, you should do that. You know, uh, Lord, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth. You rose from the dead. I am saved. That's somebody who knows a little bit of the Bible. I didn't know nothing. And I remember I didn't know how to pray for salvation in the sense of, you know, because that was so new to me. So my salvation prayer was, and I said it out loud, whatever Billy said, that was my salvation prayer. Boom. I got born again. Because well, what I, Billy said yeah, was right. I think what happened was, you know, when God was touching you, you couldn't even speak because you never would cry. And I know God no. was touching your heart. So you didn't want to speak thinking that you'd probably cry. That's why know. you got up from the bed. You were sitting on the edge of the bed 
And I remember you went into the bathroom because you Hold didn't want me door. and Jody to see you cry. I know it wasn't <clears> that. Yeah, that's what you said at the time. No, afterwards. I don't remember. I just remember I, something was going on. Something was pushing me, you, and it was you gone. You wanted to be alone with. Yeah, me. I didn't. I didn't know what to do. You know, you got to understand. I had never. I've seen. I seen religion, but I never really seen true salvation. You saw it in me. Well, yeah, but no, you no, have I, no. Said that. I saw it in you, but you see, I, I was looking I at it through dead you. eyes. I was looking through a dead spirit. See I what understand. I'm saying? I understand. Yeah, you, you see what I'm saying? I, I, I mean, I didn't quite understand. <laughs> Why does he want to be like that? Dead. You know, because it was through you dead was eyes, through a dead, dead. spirit. That's I was spiritually good way, dead. That's see? an ex excellent way to put it. Yeah, and the same yes. thing with mom and then when they got said, I saw that all through that. That's a really, and then I hear people talk about each other. And that was religion. I remember you would, you would, your uh, uncle would witness to you, oh, which we yeah. just loved Uncle Ray. He was such a yeah. great influence. He's in heaven too. And he would say, uh, you would say, oh, I don't want to go to church. There's a bunch of hypocrites there. <laughs> was it your mom or him that would no, say mama that? No, said it. Your mother said, you got to be pretty small to hide behind a, hub, yeah. behind a hypocrite. Yeah. What was your uncle? Your uh, uncle, he, he said a lot of great things uh, that caught your attention. Uh, I'll think of it in a minute. He would say, uh, I said a bunch it's of hypocrites. a great hypocrite. encouragement. Beware, listen to me. Oh, you're, I said, I got my own I, philosophy. Yeah, that's right. And he said, beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy. Yeah. And so I he, thought, always, oh, he always answered you with the word of God. Yeah, and that's the key. See what I'm saying? Is answering people with the word of God. See, that was wisdom. Yeah. And watch this. He applied patience with it. I'm talking about wisdom and patience today. You know, he applied so that. Important. See? So because, I mean, you know, so you can have it. And God, this is pretty strong in Proverbs 7 when he said wisdom is the principal thing. That is true. You see, but like I say, the reason why I didn't understand Catholic is I was looking through dead eyes. Hmm. I, 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 was, I was spiritually dead. I did not understand that whatsoever. Now watch this. When I was in the rock world, because I, I was looking through dead eyes, because I was spiritually dead, I never saw sin. I just saw partying. Right. Do what you want to do. Sin. Sin. What's sin? You know, partying, partying. When I got born again, and I got born again about a quarter to nine, and I had to do a show. On a Saturday night. On a Saturday night uh -huh. at about 9, 15, 9, something like that. And we were behind the curtain, born them curtains blew open, the mirror, mirror balls kicking, and we saw, doom, 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 you know, sliding the family stone, uh, their song, I Want to Take You Higher. <clears throat> That's how we opened up the show. And when the things, when the, uh, uh, you know, the curtain opened, now I'm looking through live eyes. Mm, That's good. I'm born again, I want, and I saw, Sin for the first time in my life. You're looking through wise eyes, yeah, too. Well, yeah, I said, but I mean, but they were alive. And yeah. I thought, what am I doing here? Hmm. I you mean, I, it was. You don't, you it don't was, fit anymore. Yeah, it was a shock to me. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? For the first time, I saw the way God saw. Hmm. And that's just that simple. And you know, wisdom began to come to me right then and there. And I'll never forget, after I finished the show, I went back up to the hotel room. We was in this big, huge hotel. Uh, uh, hotels as big as like they have in Las Vegas, you know. They, and they got show, you know, just big. And I remember telling you, I said, uh, I, I can't stay. I got to get out of here. Yeah. We, we got to I go. know bef before that time, before you pray the prayer, you'd go down to the club. I wouldn't see you till the show, the whole night was over, like 2 o'clock. Oh. Because you would have a break, and you'd stay drinking. down around the break. Oh, drinking, just drinking, sinning. No telling what else you would yeah, do. I don't just want to think full, about it. Full of the devil, you know. And because I, I didn't care. But after you got born again, every break, because we just, we all, then we always had. Four months to get me We always had a hotel room in the same place that you played at mm -hmm. that time That's when right. you got born again. And uh, you would come up in the break time and you'd read your Bible. I said, man, this. That Gideon Bible. Boy, I thank you, Gideons, for putting that in them hotels. That's all I had. 
But you know, God used them. And, I, and I rem, I, I'll, I'll never forget that. And I remember one time the Gideons came to New Orleans and I sent them a donation. And yeah. it was just such a blessing because, they, well, I used their Bible and it was just a wonderful, right. wonderful thing. See, the difference between dead eyes and live eyes. You're hungry for dead them. eyes has no wisdom. Uh -huh. It may have some knowledge, but no wisdom. Live eyes has wisdom and knowledge and the ability to use both with the ability of patience to get the job done. You see what I'm trying to say? Like when Kathy makes gumbo, it doesn't happen instant. I mean, she smells up the whole house with onions and bell peppers, and, and there you see her doing this, boy. And that's work, you know what I mean? That's uh, the, a lot of the, work. The, the, the slow part is the roux, not the onions and the bell pepper. That's like a minute, gotta chop them up, of course. Yeah. But the roux part, which is, you ready for it? Four sticks of butter, three <laughs> cups of flour, stir, 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 45 minutes. Uh, it gets medium. rough on the arm, and you know? It is the and then you add all the other ingredients, but you have to have that base, you have to have that foundation, but, but the stirring not, part. And it, that alone you know smells like up the, the house so good. She puts sausage and chicken. For days it smells I mean, it, and I love sausage it. Sausage and chicken, but you know what she does? And it all looks wonderful. She goes, I ain't finished yet. No. Nope. Then very slowly, she'll take a spoon, and she'll take the fat off or the grease off. How I'll have to skip, because I put, I put raw chicken in there on the bone, and there's chicken fat and other things that I don't want to have in, in our, when I serve the gumbo. So the oil at some point starts coming to the top, so I, I put a spoon in there and skim that off. It I, takes I a while to do all like, that. And it's like a big old pot, 16-quart pot. So, I mean, I, I think I pull out probably two cups of uh, oil or chicken fat. Some of it's butter fat, I know, well, sausage <laughs> fat. Some of it's, I try to not get any of the spice out. Just the clear, Just the clear greasy part stuff. that would maybe give you indigestion or something like that. If you'd eat, it wouldn't be healthy. But uh, that takes time. Well, I can explain it this way in this thing. See, it takes knowledge to do that. But when you have wisdom, you don't need the recipe. It's a pinch of this and a pinch of that. You know exactly what to do. It's like your mom, I'd say, what's the recipe? Well, you did take a pinch of this and a pinch of that. And it's, it becomes second nature. And then, you, like my daughter Jody is such an oh, amazing cook. She can taste something and tell you what's inside of there. I can't do that. I first, I know Every I've, I've memorized the, recipe, the recipes that I like to do and I could you know, I know exactly what goes in it, but Jody could taste it and tell you what's in it. Oh, I mean, I, I, don't, care what, I don't care if it was dessert. Of wisdom. <laughs> I don't care if it's a gumbo or soup, chicken. I don't care what. And you know did. what she often says about her soup, which she makes the most fabulous oh, seafood soup. It's really all conditional upon the freshness of, this, of the That's ingredients. Right. If the ingredients are right, you're going to make a great well, that, that leads me to say this. Amen. People say, why are you so full of joy? And y'all seem to have so much fun serving the Lord. We're fresh. <laughs> We're not stale. We have the right ingredients. We don't have stale religion and all that kind of stuff. We flow in that anointing, the, see? The Holy Ghost yes. is in That's an Amen. ingredient. The Spirit of God is in me. The wisdom of God, His Word is in me. Those things together, Amen. you're going to make a good life. <laughs> and let me just say this, and I mean it. To do that, you have to have wisdom. Hmm. And then you mix it with patience. You see what happened? And all the impurities will come to the top and God will skim them off like Kathy's skimming off that oil. And before you do it, Get rid of the bad then stuff. you are ready to be served to the world and everyone will enjoy the God that's inside of you. You know, the thing about you may not know about the oil thing. It comes I like up, that. I can take up some of it, then it looks like it's all gone. But if I leave it cooking on, on medium or, or mm -hmm. for a while longer, more of it comes to the top. Yeah, you I get it all that. Out. So I mean, I'm patient. Just... I'm, I know I, ha I have to keep doing this for a process before it's 
the, the gumbo or the, which is a soup, or, or, or sort of a, I do a chicken andouille sausage gumbo. That's good. And uh, then, then it's perfect and ready and to, everyone ready that's to ever, enjoy. And I'm gonna give you a compliment. Everyone's ever eat Catholic gumbo, they go, Marga, Jerry Savelle, all, all our friends, God, this stuff is great. Because it doesn't have any greasy flavor. What it has is the flavor, all those ingredients puts it together. And, and it just mends it. I mean, it just it's, it just works well. You know, I was just thinking of something because the reason it's so good is because I didn't just try to do it on my own. I tried to do gumbo on my own when, years ago. Oh, God, He's, that was terrible. <laughs> I remember that. He's called it like... Can I tell like, the story? Tell the story. <laughs> well, I went uh, Kathy's brother's uh, wife was named Alma. She had a little nursery for children and, uh, and it was in the house next door. Okay. That has nothing to yes, do with the story. Yes, it has everything to do with it. And I wasn't planning on going over there. You know, because them kids screaming and hollering, and I don't see how Alma could do all that. But Daryl called me and said, hey, come on over. He was drinking a cup of coffee. He wanted to drink a Coke with me. He knew I didn't drink Coke. Yeah, so that's how it started. And so I'm sitting there, and we're just talking. I said, man, I said, Daryl, how can you handle all this noise? You know, and he said, I don't, I don't know. He said, Alma, I said, close the door. She can't. So we start talking about food because we, you know, from South Louisiana, cook a lot. And he said, man, I tell you, Alma's gumbo. I said, boy, no. I said, no, no, Kathy's is worse. He said, what do you mean? I said, Kathy is like a duck flying, and he dive in the water, and he throw all the dirt off his feathers, and he fly out, or like a chicken. And I said, it's so terrible. It's ter <laughs> and he said, that sounds like Alma's gumbo. <laughs> well, come to find out, Kathy was using Alma's recipe. Yeah, I had it never cooked terrible. before we got married, and I wrote to my, my uh, sister-in-law, Alma, and said, Send me some recipes. So she sent me, because I wanted to cook gumbo, even though we were living in Texas at the right, time. Yeah. So she gave me her recipe, and it was not good. It was not good. I didn't good. like Terrible. it either. Ooh, but later ah. on, I, I, we I used, still want to gag now. <laughs> That's been 50 years ago. Don't demonstrate a gag. <laughs> Nobody know. wants to see that. I know, I know. Praise the Lord. Anyway, so. I'm use wisdom and not gag. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. So I, for, after a while, though, we started going to our favorite restaurant here in New Orleans is Mr. B's. It's on Royal Street. It's an old restaurant that we go to oh, we love and it. they have a great gumbo and we we love it so they made they came out with a cookbook I said well I want one of those cookbooks so and you know I've given that cookbook out to a lot of people but there is a on one page in that thing and I leave it out in my kitchen it's a picture of the gumbo with all the ingredients that go in there and the recipe on how to do it so I followed that recipe I actually added a little of my own to it uh, to make it slightly different because I like to put in raw chicken on the bone. They tell you to put chicken that's already been cooked somewhere else. So anyway, I use that recipe. So the ingredients are there. I, I just didn't think it up on my own or go to someone who didn't know what they were doing. I went to the expert. Yes, indeed. I knew they knew what they were doing. So this is what I'm saying. The Bible already has is the expert. God is the expert. He's already given us his word. It's filled with yeah. wisdom. The best things to give you the ingredients that you can live a wonderful, glorious life. So you look for experts. Oh, yeah. Why, why take the opinion me. of someone? That's why really? you married me. <laughs> I thought I'd throw myself in there. Please. I tell him all the time it's not always about <laughs> he you. He that does not toot his own horn, it will not Remember, get Remember, it's not always about you. <laughs> it's all about me. <laughs> Praise God. It's a this joke. is what I live with. It's a joke. It's a joke. I, it's a joke. I, you know what? So, patience. I've developed patience in yeah, my life. Yes, this is my example. That's why she's a right nice here. lady. <laughs> it's me. Praise God. Good girl. Praise God. Hallelujah. I mean, I, I think we need to go off the air. Praise God. Anyway, Maybe. I want to thank you for watching these boardroom chats. Your wonderful comments and compliments, but above all, your testimonies. Yeah, we love hearing from it, you. It's because... We don't like to do something if it's not working. Mm. We'll change it. You know, it's, no, it's a waste of time to do something that's not working. But I want to tell you something. 
Jesus works. Amen. Not some of the time, but all the time. So what do you do? Ask for wisdom. Yes. Ask in faith, so don't waver, and you won't be double-minded. Mm -hmm. Then let patience come and bring you to that place where you need to be. And before you know it, blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed Amen. going out in every area of your life. That's right. Thank you for watching today. And partners, thank you for supporting so these programs yes. with your faithful financial support. And if you're not a partner, pray about becoming one. All the information, is that up on the screen, how that oh, works? Yeah, I, I think that's so. all that, I think so. You can you go to jdm.org, that's our uh, website. Or you can use PayPal if you like to. Or you can text to give a one-time donation or a recurring one. Or the, J, the JDM apps, Kathy loves those. You select the giving you want. Or you can mail in an old-fashioned donation. I've said it so many times. 100%, you heard me say this now. 100% of what you give goes in the world evangelism. It's just such a blessing of the Lord. We reach people, we change lives right. one soul at a time. Right. So this is Jesse and Kathy saying, we'll see you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye.